The Business Buzz Podcast. The Business, Business Buzz. Buzz with Mudiwa Mokshastas Gabaza. Good day and welcome to the Business Buzz for your weekly dose of business, finance and economics news right here on VowFM. That's Voice of Vids broadcasting live from our studios here in Bramfontein, Johannesburg. My name is Mdiwa Mob, Justice Covers, and I'll be your host for today. Now, who's to say that the world of business can't be entertaining? Definitely make sure you hold on to your seats as we seek to keep you entertained, educated and intrigued about the world of business. Now, for today, we are doing things a bit different. It is our last show for the year. Um, it's been quite a year, 2020, and we've done, you know, over 40 shows this year. And uh, for today, what we decided to do is that for regular listeners, they will know that uh, when the pandemic came into effect, uh, we started doing something called the COVID Business Watch, uh, where we look at and hear from business people uh, just around uh, the impact of COVID-19 on uh, various business operations in and around South Africa. Uh, So for today, we decided that we're going to you know, take time to celebrate, um, you know, how different people have done things, you know, not by hearing from one person as we usually do, uh, but by dedicating the show towards that. So we're going to be hearing from a number of businesses. If uh, my count is correct, we should have about seven or so uh, businesses that we're going to be hearing uh, about throughout the show, just some lessons around what's been going on throughout the year. So that's how the show is going to be looking like uh, definitely looking forward to just hearing how different businesses have been doing it in 2020 and perhaps um, you know some of the plans that they have for the future otherwise on the other side of this we're also going to be hearing from Lebo Pasha our financial expert just around um, what's going on in and around the world of business um, on the other side of this in our business wrap now remember that you can keep in touch with us on Facebook we have our FM that's Voice of Vits you can also find our other Facebook page that is Vitz Radio Academy. On Twitter we're at VARFM and then our hashtag is hashtag business buzz and remember that you can uh, stream the station live. Um, if you can't catch it in your area we are online uh, that's varfm.co.za and remember that uh, our content is available on vitz.journalism.co.za forward slash business and for those people that maybe want to listen back uh, to all the great shows we've had uh, throughout the year and uh, maybe you don't have time to you know listen throughout the show uh, we do make uh, the shows available on podcast platforms uh, so you can find us on iono.fm uh, together with apple podcasts and google podcasts uh, where you can find um, our shows available on those platforms so that's how the show is looking like definitely make sure you don't turn that down we are here for the next hour keep it locked this is vrfm 88.1 Business Rep with Lebo Pasha. And for the last time in 2020, it's time for us uh, to get into uh, the business wrap. That's when we give you a roundup of the week's uh, top trending business and economics news. And we are joined uh, on the line by a financial expert. We have Lebo Pasha, who is the general manager for Southern Africa at um, the African Management Institute. Uh, Lebo, greetings to you. Greetings to you, Mujur, and greetings to the Vice and listeners out there. 
No, thank you so much for being with us. Um, so I understand that, uh, you know, for today we are focusing quite a bit um, on COVID. Um, so starting off with insurers that have been hit by COVID, what's going on on this run? Yeah, so uh, we've seen some insurers being really hard hit by COVID. And one of those has been Sunlum. Um, they've really seen a big drop in their profitability, mainly because of COVID-19 deaths and claims related to that. So um, they have not escaped some of the, the negative impacts of COVID. And again, with um, a second wave starting, we're probably going to see more negative impact um, on, on insurers, especially life insurers. Mm. That's actually quite. That's actually quite uh, deep, and I can imagine that these are the type of claims they didn't anticipate uh, going into 2020. Yeah, nobody really saw this coming, and um, it is one of those black swan events where nobody really, really expected to happen. We've seen, uh, we've seen it in movies, be it The Walking Dead or others, where uh, we have a zombie apocalypse or a disease that wipes out the world, but nobody really thought it would happen, and. Sunlum is looking at a 33% drop in its operational profit due to um, due to issues around COVID-19, which is mainly clean. Yeah, uh, it's actually quite deep when you have you know your your profit uh, coming down by a th- by at least a third. That's actually quite bad. But moving on to you know somewhat more positive news um, on the takeaway uh, food front, uh, we understand that there's a boom on that end. Yes, we've seen um, initially some businesses really being hurt badly and restaurants were quite badly hit initially at level 5 and level 4. And as the economy gradually opened, we've seen a massive recovery. And um, looking at the UK and Ireland, Nando's has come out to say that um, they think they will actually survive just on takeaways alone. So in not having people come into the shops, but people ordering from home and they just do deliveries. So this could be our new normal where we've got very few outlets um, that have sit-in facilities and people order and eat at home. So that might be a big change, um, having date nights at home. Uh, it seems COVID-19 really has done a lot to change some of our behaviors and it seems where there are, you know, losers in the case of insurance, there are some winners in the case of what's going on on the takeaway, uh, on the takeaway food front. And then the other bit of good news, I think there's a lot of, um, a lot being said about, uh, you know, a vaccine. Um, how does Click get uh, into the mix here? Uh, before we get to the, the vaccine, Amudiwa, um, the other big winners that I've forgotten about are the traditional Black Friday winners, Take A Lot. So Take A Lot has seen a massive recovery um, in, in sales, mainly during um, November. So they've made a massive recovery. Superbalist as well, who, which couldn't trade, and Mr. Delivery, were struggling to trade because they weren't supplying essential goods. So... Definitely there's big wins here for businesses in the delivery or online ordering space. And yeah, it's good to see some recovery coming from um, new models of operating during COVID. You know, as you're speaking about Black Friday and what's going on, oh, the type of recovery that Take A Lot and Superbalist got, um, I can definitely believe that there's some crazy numbers that, I, that I've that i heard in the last couple of weeks from Black Friday. 
I think PayU is the one that really sticks out, and I've said this more than um, once, where um, PayU actually says that on their platform, they actually saw about 38 million rand being spent in just one hour. Uh, that was from about 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on actual Black Friday, uh, which was, you know, uh, a deep amount. And you can think if that's just in one hour, what happened throughout the day? Yeah, no, it's it's, it's really um, surprising when you hear some of the numbers, but it also points to the massive shift in consumer spending as well. Because um, I was unfortunate to be one of those people who were working from the office on Fridays and... Driving home, there were very few queues outside most of the shops, the shopping centers. Um, however, you've seen record sales, certain items being sold out, which means consumers have actually shifted from buying in-person, in-store, and embraced buying online and just ordering things online. And the other big shift was on this infrastructure. I haven't had any stories yet. Maybe the volumes weren't there, but I haven't heard any stories yet about crashes um, of any websites or so buying platforms. So that's also a big, good, good story around COVID and adaptation. So let's move on now to the vaccine and how Clix is, uh, is actually going to get involved. Yeah, so we are seeing Clix um, lifting its hand to try and get involved in the distribution of um, both distribution and administering of COVID-19 vaccines. And they've basically said that the major area I think they want to help with is around temperature-sensitive systems to transport these vaccines because we've seen some of the vaccines need to be kept uh, below um, at very cold temperatures or else they do spoil quite quickly. So um, we've also seen ShopRite and Pick and Pay also lift their hands and say that they could help with distribution. So I think we'll definitely need a lot of assistance from those people who've done distribution of cold chains. So are able to, to transport our fruits, our vegetables, um, chilled, and we might need those facilities and we might see trucks driving around from Pick and Pay, ShopRite, and Clicks that are actually delivering vaccines across the country. Let's certainly hope that uh, they are able to, you know, do something. I think at this point, um, people are just hoping and praying that uh, life, you know, goes back to normal. But not even about life going back to normal, that people can trade unrestricted and that economic activity can really go back and we can actually start uh, the rebuild. The fact that, uh, you know, some of these companies have been able to put out a vaccine and we are now hearing about the UK starting vaccinations, it's really good news. And the fact that people have been able to do this in under a year is very astounding. No, that is very encouraging. And yes, unfortunately, in winter, and we've seen that the COVID virus seems to prefer the cooler temperatures when... Um, it is flu season, so hopefully we will be able to get vaccines quite early in the year before our colder months arrive and our flu season arrives. Um, I think we're all looking forward to making sure we're ready for um, the colder months. 
I think, uh, you know, as we end off, uh, because usually at this point we would end the discussion, but uh, we want to maybe put you a little bit on the spot today, Lebo, because um, our show today is the last one of the year. And our topic of this show is how COVID-19 has affected, uh, you know, different businesses. And we actually have a number of businesses. I think um, if everything goes well, we should hear uh, from at least three or four, you know, if not more businesses just around how they've you know done during this year so perhaps as we end off since um, you know it is our last show could you maybe give us some insight just around how business was or has been you know for you through this COVID period yeah so I've been lucky to work in, in a quite a flexible space in a company that distributes across the continent so I was definitely affected but probably not as hard hit as other uh, businesses that are more in, in the space of face-to-face or in-person engagement. I think the hardest hit areas will definitely be blue-collar workers where those people cannot take work home. They have to work from uh, a factory. They cannot go and build whatever we need, um, whether it's electronics or it's anything else, or even processing food and things like that. They can't do that from home. They need to do it from um, a factory or industrial premises, we've seen that part of our economy hard hit, especially um, those industries that are not essential services or not classified as essential services. A lot of those businesses have not just been disrupted or negatively impacted um, in terms of reduction or profitability. Some of them have had to shut down because they could not afford to run for three to six months without any cash coming in and without any operations and still having costs. So we've seen a big shift there. The other really big shift I have seen is in the property sector where companies are less married to having massive premises um, because of so many people working at home and because of the risk of having a mega HQ where you've got a few thousand people um, and the possible risk of um, hurting your business, so impacting business continuity by having someone spread COVID-19 throughout all of your workforce, people are encouraged to work from home. And this is a lot of large corporates. And that's been a major shift in the country. We've shifted in a big way towards working virtually, collaborating virtually. Um, I do that every day. So I have meetings with my colleagues, whether it's across the Atlantic in North America or across the African continent. Um, We have meetings, very virtual meetings. We collaborate online. Um, using various platforms like Google, for example. And that, that's sort of, we used to call it the future of work, but the future of work is now. Um, we've really been forced to shift how we think about interactions with people. And also, I think another big thing is a lot of those businesses that, again, sell experiences and in-person experiences. This would be everything from a wedding venue, an event venue, Um, to parks or sports venues, all of those places have been severely impacted and will continue to be impacted up until we have uh, a viable vaccine for COVID-19 and we get the situation under control because a lot of those businesses would not be able to open um, under the current conditions we live in. And also, I think as human beings, we all want that... um, you know, that outing to the stadium on the weekend to go and watch live sports or going out to a bar to meet up with your friends 
or going to a restaurant, or even something as minor as visiting your friends and driving there for a birthday party over the weekend, or to go and visit um, someone who's just had a baby. We can't take those things for granted because of the experience we've had, especially under level five. So I think business will be interrupted, but business will be interrupted because we've all been interrupted. So that's been it in terms of our business wrap with our financial expert, Lebo Pasha, who is uh, the general manager at AMI in Southern Africa, um, giving us um, the business wrap and, uh, you know, some insights into what's been going on in the economy, starting out um, with uh, how insurers have been hit by COVID, uh, but how, you know, the, the mess has led as well to some good news, uh, especially for takeaway businesses, takeaway food businesses, sorry, and also uh, the fact that Clicks has put up its hand um, as a possible distributor of a COVID-19 vaccine in South Africa. Also just ending off talking about uh, you know his experience uh, because our show today is focused around how uh, you know various businesses enterprises have actually gone through um, COVID-19 and he was uh, you know giving us some insight also you know relating his experience on that front. the other side of this we continue with the show this is the business buzz COVID biz watch on on the business buzz now for today as i said we are getting into a show around the COVID business watch um that's a feature that uh, we've had uh, since the beginning of lockdown just uh, talking about how um COVID 19 has impacted various businesses in and around south africa and as i said at the start of the show uh, today we decided that we're going to speak uh, to a number of different businesses and just dedicate uh, this show to entrepreneurs as we end off the year with our last show for the year so we've got uh, some great businesses lined up uh, our team uh, including myself you know we went out you know, onto the streets, talking to people, uh, trying to find out what's actually going on. And uh, there are some great businesses that we heard from. Now, uh, you can also uh, keep in touch with us. Let us know, you know, are you interested in any of the businesses that you hear about? And perhaps you can also share with us some of your experiences if you're an entrepreneur, perhaps even just a professional, uh, just around how COVID-19 has affected your particular operation, business or industry. On Facebook, we are VFM or Voice of Vits. You can also find our other Facebook page on uh, Vits Radio Academy. And then on Twitter, we're at VFM and our hashtag is hashtag business buzz. Now, the first person uh, we spoke to, actually, before I get into that, uh, we actually asked uh, everyone, you know, who decided that they were going to participate, um, you know, the same questions. And it's basically, can firstly, can you tell us a little bit about your business? Uh, number two, how has has COVID-19 affected uh, your business? And then number three, what have you learned and what are your hopes and plans uh, for your business in uh, 2021? So in this first part, we're going to hear uh, from a couple of businesses, starting off uh, with uh, Primrose Marote, who is the founder of Guardian Health. They were actually a winner of the Best Youth App at uh, the recent MTN Business App of the Year Awards. Here's what she had to say. 
Hi, my name is Titi and I am a co-founder and the CEO of Guardian Health. Guardian Health is a health tech platform. So we have um, a couple of features there that allow people or rather that allow patients to move from the point where they book their appointments to a point where there's remote monitoring that happens on the platform. So the platform allows health professionals to sign up. Uh, all kinds of health professionals can sign up and we also have um, the patient side um, where now uh, people can also now sign up there in those for those moments where they need to have um, a health professional um, helping them so what happens is that you go on the platform and you can book an appointment the platform uh, the platform allows you to book a virtual appointment it can be in person or it can be an after hours appointment the virtual appointments are conducted via the platform um, there is your digital notes there there is your digital prescriptions there the digital prescriptions can be sent directly to a pharmacy and then the digital notes you can also get as a patient so that next time that you go to another health professional you can go with your with your with your profile and they're able to help you much quicker because they'll understand what your history is what medications are you on or what medications have you been on because sometimes that can affect um, how your treatment is prescribed so we have that. Patients are also able to actually pay via the platform if they would like to do that um, to the health professionals. So we've got a bit of an end-to-end. And after your appointment, you can also, you know, have your health professional check on you remotely as well to make sure that your treatment is going well. So that is that is our remote monitoring features as well. So we've got, we really take the patient from a bit of an end-to-end. Um, and yeah, it's quite exciting. Um, COVID, um has actually sort of highlighted the need for such platforms. So I would say that in terms of uh, the business side of things, it hasn't been bad because I think people started to realize more and more that, you know, there are some people that are more at risk maybe of going and, you know, getting into a queue because that places them more at risk. So if we can have um, certain people, certain conditions don't need to go in. If you have a skin problem, you don't need to always go in because a picture can actually tell a story of how your problem has evolved. And as you are going on treatment, if you can send your dermatologist um, a picture, you know, pictures and, and you know, how, you, how you're feeling and all of that stuff, that can actually go a long way in them monitoring how your, how your issue is going on, right? Before maybe your issue becomes worse. So um, so for us, COVID has highlighted the need that we definitely need to, to put such systems in place to help people that are not able to maybe see their health professionals due maybe to the fact that they might have some uh, sicknesses that, that put them more at risk or distance might also be an issue. And what we have also seen is that the virtual appointments are actually much cheaper as well. So that also bridges the gap where maybe more people will be able to also afford to to uh, you know have have that access to to healthcare as well. Our hopes really are to grow. So we hope to grow um, as much as we can. We're hoping that as many health professionals sign up on our platform as much as possible. We're hoping that a lot of patients sign up on our platform as much as possible. And really, our goal as people that are in tech and as people that are now bridging that gap in healthcare as well is just to make sure that we've got we use the knowledge that we have in tech to make sure that health is as accessible as possible. That is really the goal that we're trying to 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 um cover up here so yeah thank you
You guys can reach us uh, and become part of the Guardian Health family on our platform, which you can find on guardianhealth.io. Um, you can also find our email address there if you would like to connect with us. We can also be found on social media. On Twitter, it's Guardian Health 5. And on Facebook, it's Guardian Health. Um, we really look forward to having you guys as part of the family. Please do go on the platform, which is guardianhealth.io, and sign up. Um, either on the health professional side, um, which you'll find a link there, or also on the patient side as well. We really look forward to having you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to Primrose. We now move on uh, to Siswe Kumalo. Uh, our producer, Glory, spoke uh, to them just around. Uh, he is the founder of Chuck Service, uh, which is a Kasi food delivery service uh, specializing in, you know, food delivery. And, uh, you know, let's hear from him. My name is Siswe, and I am the co-founder of uh, Chuck Service. Uh, Chuck Service is a Kasi-based food delivery uh, company. It's a startup, small startup, um, formed way back, way, way back, even before COVID. Um, well, what we do is we provide a fast food uh, as our main business. Uh, so we do uh, fast food deliveries from 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 custard-based outlets, um, the likes of chili pepper, please, uh, the fillers, manchi. So you're your outlets which you wouldn't find in the mainstream you know so that's that's what we do as our core business although we do have other functionalities as well within our delivery space which can be um, parcels and we are also looking into exploring other options we have an app for 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 this which works similarly with uh, mainstream apps which are, which had already existed in the market um COVID has affected us in a positive way to to be honest so COVID has has it has uh, it has accelerated our growth within the space so more like for us it, it it allowed a situation where people saw the need to actively engage with delivery services um compared to before because before COVID Although the, the, the business was operating, it, the numbers were not the same. So we saw a drastic increase in the number of deliveries that we do a day ever since the start of uh, lockdown um, from when restaurants were allowed to reopen again. And we've maintained those numbers throughout, whether throughout all different levels, even when um, sitting were allowed and all of that. So for us, the, the arrival and the existence of COVID-19 created an opportunity for us to to expand our service and it provided an environment where customers were almost um, forced to to engage with our type of a service and from then they got used to it and they continued with the service so more like people finally realized the need or or the convenience of using a service like ours, which has been good. Let's take away from 2020 in regard to our business operations was how we could leverage the power of technology to act against our own biases. Meaning that we had, 
we had our own biases in the form of um, when we think our peak times would be, where we think our customers would be, how much we think our customers are willing to pay, and all of those things. So by simply using the power of technology, which we distributed as an app across across our user base, we were able to start answering questions, to start making our own hypotheses. And we think with all of the data that we have, with all of the challenges that we've come across and everything that has happened during the year, we are looking forward to implementing new, new features. We are looking forward to implementing new strategies and introducing new operational methods for the for the upcoming year and beyond. So we think that 2020 was 2020 was our year as a food delivery company. And next year we are looking into a lot of opportunities which we could not probably have explored had 2020 not turned out the way it did. Thank you so much to Seize, where we now move on uh, to Nombuso Manana, together with the Lindokule Maslangu. Our producer spoke to them. They are the founders. Uh, our producer Antando, sorry, spoke to them. They are the founders uh, of a business called uh, Edit Aid. Uh, let's just hear, you know, what they have to say. Edit Aid is a text editing company founded on understanding the struggle of knowing what you want to say, but not knowing exactly how to say it. We edit academic text and create CVs, posters, presentations, and social media posts. We essentially work with anything and everything that has written words. COVID-19 has stunted our growth, especially as a newly founded company that has yet to establish a clientele. We were planning on doing presentations and marketing to postgraduate schools, but unfortunately, the pandemic prevented us from doing that. On a positive note, the pandemic has taught us the importance of knowing exactly who our target market is and analyzing whether or not we're providing a service that they need. During the coming year, we hope to build a concrete marketing plan and educating people on the importance of editing. Before we head on over to a break, uh, let's hear from uh, uh, Memore Nyama, who is uh, the founder of Lux Suits. And, uh, you know, anyone who's been listening to the show will know that uh, we actually heard from her um, earlier in the year. Uh, she's 26 years old and a BSc in uh, biochemistry and microbiology um, graduate from the University of Fitz. I uh, started a brand called Lux Suits, and uh, it is a, it is a a brand that actually makes suits for women and it was founded in august so that's like you know towards uh, level three level two of the lockdown based in johannesburg uh the you can find them uh they said that you should email them at um, info at uh, luxsuits.co.za and they are also available um at lux underscore suits and also there's a number that's been provided as 076 Here's what she had to say. Luxsuits is a luxury female brand that is based in Johannesburg. We make casual suits. We make couture suits for your red carpet. We make your corporate suits for office wear. We make anything that screens suits for ladies. We are based in Johannesburg and we were founded in 2020 during the pandemic. 
So you can imagine how hard it has been to um, try grow the brand during such a time. Um, COVID has affected us because we we literally make suits for events or for your office, um, for your daily office wear. But all of those were cancelled. People weren't going to the office. People weren't going to events like graduation, like awards. All of those were cancelled. So there was literally no one that needed to get a suit. For 2021, um, my hopes are to grow the brand, to market it well, to get it out there, to grow our clientele so that we can be known and to, to offer beautiful suits and quality work for our people. And I've learned that you, we must, as a business, you must always have money put aside for tough times like this year. 2022 was so bad for everyone. No one was ready for it. And no one was in business, only those that were essential were in business, lucky for them. But for us that were not essential, a lesson is to always have funds aside for days like these. And plans for 2020 is to grow, be better, and take over the world. Thank you so much to our first, uh, you know, first half of uh, this COVID Business Watch edition. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back uh, on the other side of this to hear from more entrepreneurs. Keep it locked. This is the Business Buzz. COVID Biz Watch, COVID Biz Watch. On, on the Business Buzz. Welcome back to the Business Buzz. We are doing our year end uh, COVID Business Watch show uh, where we look at how COVID-19 has impacted various businesses in and around South Africa. If you'd like to join the conversation, let us know how you've uh, managed to survive the year that was 2020 in business or professionally. On Facebook, we have VFM or Voice of Vits. Our other Facebook page is Vits Radio Academy. Our hashtag is hashtag business buzz. And on Twitter, you can find us at VowFM. Now we continue with the show. I remember that uh, our team went out and spoke to some entrepreneurs. And uh, the questions that we're asking them are, can you tell us uh, a little bit more about uh, your business? Um, how has COVID-19 affected that business? And what have you learned? And uh, what are some of your hopes and plans uh, for your business in 2021? Now, to continue with the show, uh, we are you know, talking now uh, to Elizabeth Ngorima, who is uh, from Betty B Gifts. I personally know her, a hustler uh, of note. She is the team lead at Betty B Gifts, which distributes customized gifts in South Africa, Zimbabwe, uh, the Sadiq region, and globally. Uh, you can find them on Instagram. That's Betty underscore B underscore gifts. And then on Twitter, it's uh, Betty B Gifts. Here's what she had to say. Hi everyone. Hi Vowe FM team. My name is Elizabeth Ngorima and I am the marketing manager at Betty B Gifts. Betty B Gifts is a corporate and lifestyle bespoke gifts company located in Johannesburg, South Africa and also in Harare, Zimbabwe. We specialize in distributing customized gifts in South Africa, Zimbabwe, 
the Southern region and globally. What do we specialize in? We do the lifestyle gifts and they are personalized to whatever it is that the client wants, whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, feel better soon, wedding, and we also specialize in customized corporate gifts, whether they are thank you gifts, courtesy gifts, or year-end gifts. We also do small intimate events, specifically engagements, picnics, or bridal showers. How has COVID-19 affected our business? We have seen two different types of impacts that COVID-19 has had, and this would be the positives and the negatives. I will start off with some of the negatives that we have felt during the hard lockdown where we were level five, level four, and somewhat level three, where the borders were closed and only essential services could operate their businesses. We were not able to move our products and some of our gifts across the borders. And essentially we had to close shop shop for a while. And we definitely felt the impact of this because this affected our revenues and our income into the business. But in terms of the positive, we use this time to actually grow our social media following, spend more time interacting with our clients and our customers and just increase our reach, make it more known what we are doing. And we then actually found that this was a good time to grow the business in terms of exposure and just awareness of what we are doing. COVID-19 was also the opportunity for us to get more into the corporate gifting because of social distancing and companies keeping apart in terms of real life events. We've been doing a lot more of the gifting and that has definitely affected our business um, on the positive light, definitely. Some of the lessons that we have learned and our hopes and plans for our business in 2021. I will start off with the lessons and one of the lessons that we have learned is that it is so important to make sure that the business is running but is able to support itself should a crisis happen such as COVID-19 and some of our hopes and plans for the business in 2021 we would love to find ourselves doing more of the corporate gifts and supplying more corporate companies with their gifting needs at any given time. We also hope to increase and grow our team. At the start of 2020, our team had one member, and now we have two members. And we hope to to bring more into the economy by having more employees on our team, having more suppliers, and just growing the business as well. Thank you so much uh, to Elizabeth for that. We now move on. Um, our producer Simba went and spoke to Fundi Swamashabane uh, from Fundi and Gem, uh, people-centered communication. Let's hear a little bit about what's going on in their business. Hello, I am Fundi Swamashabane and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Fundi and Gem Communications. Um, Fundi and Gem Communications is a digital agency founded by myself um, and a lovely lady called Jamima Muslamba. Our main goal as Fundi and Gem is to use digital to empower small to medium enterprises based in South Africa. Our key vision lies in highlighting the purpose and the power of SMEs. Um, I really believe that SMEs are the backbone of South Africa and they really, 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 really struggle with um, digital support. You always find that um, whether it's a restaurant here or it's a um, tech startup, they always do their marketing themselves, um, they always do their digital themselves and they often don't have the expertise to maximize on the reach and the frequency. 
and, and reach obviously their marketing or use marketing to reach their key objectives or use digital effectively. Um, so yeah, ultimately our goal and our purpose is to just empower SMEs um, and yeah, help them maximize um, the effects of digital. Um, COVID, yeah, COVID really affected us. I think of um, majority of the people that COVID-19 affected, small to medium enterprises were the ones that are affected. Um, they had to cut costs. They had to really, really look within the company and see what they would cut costs. And Deep Blue and Truly Marketing is always where um, individuals cut costs because, you know, people always think and they're well within their rights. They always think that they can talk to their own consumers themselves. They don't need a third party to do that. So it really, really shut us out. Um, we couldn't really reach out and venture out to consumers. Um, and digital was really just full and rampant with COVID-19 content. Whether it was COVID-19 content, whether it was funny trending videos, it was really, really just, um, we saw a huge shift in digital and what mattered to people. Um, we saw people baking, people posting recipes. So... Um, really screaming at people and feeding people in marketing information was really, really, um, I'd say difficult because people were not interested and they honestly didn't have the money to be interested. Um, the best that they could do was aspire to, to either purchase the brand, download the app, um, or, you know, engage with the content. But, um, purchasing really, really, really saw, um, a really huge dip. So COVID-19 really affected us in that regard. Um, and then, Honestly, what plans do I have for 2021? Um, I think I really want to go back to the drawing board. Um, yeah, COVID really did, did shake us quite a bit. We lost our vision. We lost, um, we kind of just lost track of what, what, what matters because we, we really didn't know what to do or how to do it. So for 2021, I really just want to go back to the drawing board. Um, see, refine our strategies, refine our plans, um, and go out there and try pitch to as many small to medium enterprises as possible and really, really, really show them the opportunities within digital and how Fundi and GM communications can really, really help them um, um, exercise digital the best way that they can. Um, and yeah, that's it for me. Um, you can reach me on info at fundiandgem.co.za or you can check out www.fundiandgem.co.za. Thank you. Let's now hear from uh, Noktula Mabena, who is uh, the founder of uh, Glamour Bar ZA. Hello, my name is Noktula Mabena. I am the owner and the founder of Glamour Bar ZA. Glamour Bar ZA is a beauty bar based in Pretoria. We offer all things beauty. Currently, we're focusing on nails, manicure, pedicure, foot spa. The effect of COVID-19, seeing that my business, Glamour Bar ZA, started during COVID-19, from the beginning, safety measures had to be a top priority. Therefore, we only work on appointment basis, we don't allow more than two clients in the shop. We require our clients to have their masks on at all times and we sanitize them upon arrival. The support has been amazing from all my clients thus far. I am grateful for them because Glamour Bar ZA wouldn't be where it is today if it was not for our clients. What I have learned is that you need to get the word out there. You need to market your business on all the possible platforms you can come across. You need to stay relevant and stay up to date. 
you must always look for more ways to improve yourself, your business, the way you deal with people and the way you communicate with people. Simply because Glamour Bar is client-based. Therefore, we need to always make sure that our clients stay happy so that they can come back. (laughs) My plans for my business in 2021 is to venture out into the next stage, which is increasing our product line. I call it the next stage because when I started this, I set a timeline for myself and for the business to achieve certain things at certain times. What we'll be launching is we will be launching our Glamour Bar ZA hair, our Glamour Bar ZA makeup brushes, and our Glamour Bar ZA lashes. You can get a hold of us um, for our services on Instagram, Facebook, and we have a business website. On Instagram, it's at Glamour underscore ZA. On Facebook, it's Glamour Bar space ZA. Our website, it's Glamour slash bar slash ZA dot business dot site slash. Thank you. We end off our COVID uh, Business Watch edition um, with Google uh, Tundwandwe uh, from GVN Global. Um, our producer Ntando uh, went and spoke to them. Uh, so, you know, as we round off, uh, let's hear how COVID-19 has affected uh, GVN. Good day. My business is called GVN Global. We are a facilitation and logistic management company. Um, the challenges that we faced during COVID-19 was just the regulations um, that changed for within also the logistic industry. Um, we managed to alleviate this by ensuring that all the drivers and had medicals, proper medicals, and we were able to ensure that um, everyone did everything according to the new regulations. Our hopes and futures for the future, uh, especially 2021, is for our to is for us to own our own trucks and grow our our facilitation and business. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, to Google too. You know, that's our last entrepreneur just giving us uh, insight into what's going on in uh, their business. And that brings us to an end, um, you know, in terms of that show. We're going to take a break and then we'll come to the official end uh, of the Business Buzz show for 2020. You're tuned in to the Business Buzz. So that's been it for this edition of uh, the Business Buzz. Uh, thank you to all the entrepreneurs for just uh, giving us some insight into what their businesses are doing, how they've been able to cope, and some of their plans for the year ahead. Um, I just thought, you know, I would also share, you know, since we are doing uh, this sharing COVID business watch thing, um, I actually run a a production business, uh, digital uh, content production. So we're talking, um, we're talking video and uh, photography services. It's a business called um, Lion Media. Follow us on uh, Instagram. That's at Lion Media on Facebook. We're 
Lion Media, and we also have a um, a video production page as well. That's L O T V uh, Productions uh, on uh, you know that's uh, on Instagram and then on Facebook. That's um, uh, at L O T V underscore Productions. And um, it's been quite a tough year, I have to admit, uh, because uh, the normal work that we would get, a lot of people stopped uh, productions or did not have money uh, for productions or creating content, and even. Though Though many more people were sitting and paying attention to what's going on online, uh, there was that adjustment. And when things did start picking up again, in some instances, we had to shift uh, some of our productions towards doing. I'm sure now, by now, people have seen uh, the Zoom type interviews that are being done online where people, you know, sit in front of the computer and people in different parts um, are able to communicate, talk to each other. And then uh, that's how we package it from that front. Um, obviously, because of uh, what's going on um, in the economy, photo shoots and uh, social distancing, it was a bit tough, especially in level five and level four. And it was only maybe from about uh, level three uh, that we started seeing a little bit of a pickup, really hoping uh, that uh, 2021 is going to be a better year and uh, that it's going to be a year that uh, you know allows us to grow um, from uh, that point point of view. Uh, the other thing that's also been quite interesting is just how 2020 um, also allowed us to introspect uh, just around how to you know improve the business because if there isn't a lot that's going on it kind of forces you uh, to think about uh, you know what's going on. One of the things that I ended up also doing because um, the productions had slowed down on the client side is you know starting you know starting back up uh, my YouTube channel. I talk a lot about uh, you know technology and business you know we love this business uh, but i am a geek uh, so you can check it out it's uh, mob justice tv uh, that's on youtube and on instagram all underlying media uh, and also my partner uh, godfrey launched an album also launching a podcast series you know around love and relationships so it hasn't been the worst year but uh, it was a year uh, that all of us had to learn from so with that, uh, we come to the end of uh, the show for today and for the year. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who's been listening. You can continue to engage with us on Facebook. We have our FM Voice of Vits. Our other Facebook page is Vits Radio Academy. And then on Twitter, we're at VARFM. And then our hashtag is hashtag business buzz. You can also stream the station live on iono.fm uh, uh, where all our great uh, podcasts are available there. And you can also find our other content on vits.journalism co.za forward slash business i'd like to take this time to also thank my amazing team uh the business buzz is uh, you know a lot more than me just uh, you know talking to you um each week there's a lot that's going on behind the scenes and i'd like to thank an amazing team of individuals our technical producer is akutlano serame together with our executive producer glory mabuza our producers slin lemsibi and tando trimba together with a so that's been it. Uh, usually I would say don't miss this business by same time, same place next week for more insight into the world of business. But for today, I'm just going to say Merry Christmas to you all and uh, Happy New Year. We will see you in the year ahead. Don't turn that dial. Coming up next, uh, we have more great content coming up on the Val FM lineup. So for myself, Mlio Mob, Justice Kavaza and the rest of the team, 
It is take care. The Business Buzz with Mudiwa Mob Justice Gabaza. The Business Buzz Podcast.